Yeah. Happy New Year, you fucks. It's, the, it's technically year. the New Year to the people who are listening. It's January us. 1st. Technically. Guaranteed. We're going to make that a fucking thing, motherfucker. This is coming out on January 1st. Two episodes, I believe that day is what you'll end up hearing. Go back and listen to the other one if you haven't listened to it already. This is Three Dudes and Cold Brews Podcast presents Songs to Sip to number 47. There's a whole lot of these. There's a bunch that we haven't released yet. We got to just put them up in a block so that way they're out there and we can just have them there. It will happen. But for now, we're going to stick to uh, the current because a lot of the middle of 2020 fucking sucked a big fat donkey hog. You ain't kidding. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what we're going to do today, guys. We're going to do a... Uh, honorable mentions of 2020. So we're going to play five random bands, five random songs from five of our honorable mentions. Because I know for me personally, uh, oh, real quick, I'm Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And I am Ray, other known as Dobby. And uh, you know you know who we are, <clears throat> Three Dudes and Culprits. Um, and uh, I know me, for me personally, I have a giant list of bands and some albums that came out this year. <clears throat> You can tell I talked a lot in the first one because my voice is a little bit uh, Get a little raspy. Not a raspy, but it's like I don't have my like boom that I normally would have. I start losing that after a while. Um, so <clears throat> I know I have it's like one A, one B, and then everything else this year for whatever reason. Last year felt like that, but this year really fucking felt like that. There's a lot of albums I actually actually went actually actually just said it twice. Actually, 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 I'm Johnny two times. Um, two times, two times. Two times, two times. Get the papers, get the papers. I love that movie. Just rewatched it the other day. Um, but I re-listened to a bunch of things to try to narrow down my honorable mentions so I could play five songs that made sense together. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, one or two of those albums probably should have been in my top ten. <laughs> now that yeah. I listen to it, I actually fucked mine up. I think you actually fucked up and made a mistake. I did. I, I I made a list and then I changed it and I didn't save it. And when I tried to remember what I had in it, um, I didn't do it right. And I went back and looked at my honorable mentions today. And two of my honorable mentions actually would have been in my top ten. Yep. But since I fucked it up, I'm just gonna throw them in my honorable mentions. And Which I will say what they are when they come up. I yep. feel like realistically, that kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Yes. Because honestly, if they were that memorable and really deserved the top ten they spot, you would have. They would have. You would have well, remembered them. Right. You're. You're right. One of them was real late. That's what happened with that one. And Which the happens. Other one, and the other one, yeah, I agree. If it was that memorable, it would have been in the bottom half of my top ten, which was interchangeable anyway. I agree mm. again. But it's it just goes to show you that how interchangeable most of twenty twenty albums were. Yeah. Because so many of them were so fucking like Oh, they're there. Yeah. But I think it's a listening thing, right? We're not doing what we normally would do, right? So like we're not driving as much. We're not going well, out I kinda as much, feel right? like that way every year, whereas my top yeah. half of my list is <clears throat> those are the ones that really stuck with me and the bottom half is interchangeable. Every year we've done this, I felt like that. I agree. Yeah. I think I just, I, which I, is, a, it's a hard thing to narrow down when you're yeah. a fucking music junkie. Well, plus, so, there's true, only that, so many things that are going to connect with you at a different <clears throat> level. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, you're not going to have, like, we were talking earlier uh, in between shows about people who have these lists of like 100. It's like, I could name you 100 albums. Mm. Yeah. But, but how many of them actually connect? How many am I going to listen to? How, how many of those 100 am I going to be listening well, to next year? Even? Yeah. Or to listen now. to those albums multiple times to, right. to back your the, honest yeah. review. To right. back those up, going back to my honorable mentions, I have I can show you guys my list and where I have like top ten question mark where I wasn't sure what I was gonna have in my top ten. Some of those should have made my top 
five honorable mentions, we'll say, and I had them listed immediately and then listened to those albums to try to narrow down a song to play. And they real quickly found themselves out of my list because they're like, I don't love this album as much mm. as I thought I did. And maybe at the time I did, maybe it hit a certain note for me. We just missed Mike from Breaking Bad, by the way. Oh, motherfucker. I mean, it's almost like I could just rewind the fucking criminal movie. Yeah. It's almost like I could do that. Uh, but alas. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's uh, Davy Crockett. Just kidding, Steve. You're old, so you you know who Davy Crockett is. Steve. I used to have a Davy Crockett outfit when I, I was a little, little young lad. A little fucking squirrel cap. Yep. Right? No, what is it? A uh, raccoon skin. I'm glad, he just, there, right I'm glad he just cut that oh, yeah, line, shit. and he didn't get shocked at all. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. it showed sparks coming out. But he cut that line. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Mike, the old guy. The oh, old fuck. Guy, I never yeah. even. Now I get what you're saying. Yeah, wow. Old guy. That's wild. See, Dick Miller or whatever, I, I think that's his name. I know his name is Dick, the guy who's in like every movie. But he, I, I know him best from Demon Knight. He's like the old guy in Demon Knight, and he's in this, and he's in fucking Chopping Mall, and he's in all kinds of other shit. The Neighbor or whatever. Yep. He's in the second one, too. I'll tell you what. What's the girl's name in this movie? Um, oh, God damn it. Is her name Allie something? No, like no, her no. real name? Nope. What the fuck is her real name? Uh, oh, I wow. I know who you're talking about. He, the girlfriend of J- Jake Galligan or Zach Galligan. They're, they're going to meet her right now. Wow, what the fuck is her name? Dime piece. She was like a a big name in the eighties, and I can't remember her fucking name. She's still fucking. Is she? Mm Hmm. I look. I let's find a podcast that I'm a big fan of. uh, The Purple Stuff Podcast. We'll throw them a shout out. uh, Did a special um, Salem Horror Fest episode. Yeah. They do a podcast, and it's always about like retro '80s shit. I love. I love those guys. And uh, they did a special Gremlins episode where they did a specifically Gremlins thing. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. God damn it. I knew it was something like that. I kind of, I kept on wanting to say Mia Farrow, but I knew it wasn't Mia Farrow. Like, they're not even the same, but it was a weird name like that. Mm-hmm. Phoebe Cates. Dude, still a dime piece. Still hot. I think. I'm, it could I'm be not wrong. even sure I've seen her in anything. Look look up Phoebe Cates 2020. Probably I saw her on IMDb, and she doesn't look like a dime piece, but I'm only seeing her face. I think I'm also just like, sometimes you just get nostalgic and you go, yeah. in my eyes. Yeah. Barbara Crampton, still a dime piece from the 80s, horror movie section. Anyways. Mm. Um, Those ain't bad. Those pecans? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're like, uh, like there's a Rolo in the middle. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a Rolo with, uh, here you go, Steve. It's a pretzel with a Rolo and a pecan. If you don't like pecans, you can pick it off, but the rest of it's pretty nice. It's like sweet and savory all together. Not bad. K-Dog's mom. She also had, we had like Christmas crack that she makes. It was really good, but Rosie demolished all that when she got high as fucking edibles the other night. So, oh, cheers, gentlemen. By the way, we didn't do a cheers for this episode. So we're, we are drinking. We've been drinking cheers. since like 1.30, and it's now 4.30. Oh, I, that's you guys now. <laughs> Best scene in the movie, right? Yeah? I agree. <laughs> by, by, by a lot. We're drinking uh, Spirits of the Apocalypse, The Walking Dead, Kentucky Street Bourbon. This is a fun little bottle. The gremlins like, are drinking spirits as well right they now. They are. Uh, Steve mentioned in the last episode that we filmed today that this is technically Four Roses, and they buy the... Uh, cask from them and produce if you can themselves. go through a bottle yeah. it's a good bottle it's a i'm actually this is i don't know how much it's this like a is 20 dollar bottle it's I a think. 20 or 30 dollar bottle something like that listen it's fucking tasty it's 47 percent. and i think it's being closed out so you probably get it real cheap there hmm. you go i'm gonna i'll save this is a bottle i'll save because my mom got it for me for christmas so i figured toast this with the boys nice because your boy the month of january i'm gonna have to uh gonna have to say goodbye to the spirits for a couple weeks uh, and really focusing on the old carnivore. I lost 30 pounds last January. I'm going to lose that this year. I have to. But the difference is, is I was not I'm as good for as a I good know. detox as well. I'm fucking, if you guys want to do some kind of a challenge, I'm down because I'm fucking, your boy is, uh, 
I'm a little thick in mm-hmm. some of the wrong places, but I'm thick in the right places now too. <laughs> so I'm fucking, uh, I'm ready to go. But I digress, gentlemen. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to play five songs in a block of five songs. Normally we do three a piece and do that. And if we do more than three, we'll typically break them up somehow. We're not going to break them up today. We are going to play you five songs from each of the three dudes. That's 15 songs. That's 15 songs. And theoretically, with what these fucking mongrels could play, we could be here for four hours. Yeah, we could. So who I knows? I kept it relative. I don't think we're going to be here for four hours. Yeah. I, I really don't think that way. I think what's going to happen is I think that we are going to be um, here for a little bit less than that. We are physically going to be here. We've already been here that long at my house. Uh, but Ray is kicking it off. He drew the short straw. So uh, hopefully you enjoy it. And then we're, what we're going to do after the five songs is uh, we're going to break down those five songs and then tell you who they are. And why they made race honorable. And then I think I'm going. And then Steve's going to go. You know the fucking drill by now. Enjoy. Smoke a doobie. Pop a bottle of champagne. Sip some whiskey. Drink some edibles. And put a whole titty in your mouth. There you go. We'll see you on the other side. Here we go.
victim suffered a punctured lung as the crowd watched and jeered. He wasn't the only person injured in an attack near Coney Island's boardwalk. About one hour after this brutal beatdown, this 27-year-old woman was hit in the head with a bottle. After the bottle was thrown in the air and she was hit with the bottle, like two seconds later, we heard about four or five shots. You heard shots? Yes, right here by the cyclone, and we seen a whole group running towards the boardwalk. The family's looking to take in the beautiful weather and fun activities ran for cover. Extra queso, lobotomy, my brain is liquid drano. Ran through your mommy, some safe dads, some tooties payroll. Another package overnight when the coke is right. Take it light, bags like Topanga's overbite. Macrodexamore, camel store with the copra light. Soviet gorilla scopes attached to the copra knife. Smooth like a toddler's charm. Put on the sheets like a gentleman. My clientele bony like Madonna's arms. Fire come, fear come when I smash your legs. This case slave is bombing trains and tagging decks. I'm in the mansion six and you're begging rigs. My wig keeps above the cow's head on shopper's end. Some Kubrick plot twists, my goons all convicts. Masters and black rabbis and ghouls with ice picks. Fools of nitrous, tyrants to the heat of smoke. My headlights illuminated from the diesel smoke. Extra queso, 60th precinct on the payroll. The ghouls don't fucking move unless I say so. Might fucking bitch depending on how my day goes. Yeah, I still awake though. Cheat, cheat. Get the gate, yo. Gorilla twins. That's the brand you can't trust. Ways to turn you into steeplechase. With the face cut. Time to wake up. All of these rappers is fake fuck. They hate us. Cause we don't wear leggings and makeup. Nah. We don't do that. Nope. Point them out. Who that? Move back. Hit them with the yap. Boom. Yap. Goon rap. And we squeeze it to the gutter choke. Leave you smack. Selling crap right by the thunderbolt. You want to smoke. But it turns out that you all talk. Yo. I'm the reason they put sand under the boardwalk. Cody Allen Mayer. Homie, this is my home. Five chrome at the house. Shoot out at the Wonder Wheel. You know the fucking deal. Guns and pills enough to get you and your little brother killed. Enough to get me locked up for a hundred years. Hey, right, catch a buck fifty on the fucking ear. I might draw a table or chuck a chair. Illis Bill, aka Illmatic, the fuck is here. Cannibal hole, first fuck the bear. Put my entire fist up your ass like a puppeteer. Word, I sit back and observe. Cause usually the loudest mouth in the room is a herb. Usually the first one to talk tough's the nerd. Get mush in your face, gorilla first bird. Get put in your place, you piss in your pants. Go to your show, jump on stage, shit on your fans. Or we can turn Nathan's into a crop zone. That ain't ketchup on your shirt, shoot out at the cyclone.
I said, God damn. Yeah. I yeah. said, God damn, boy. Yeah. Not sad about any of that music, Ray. Ray came out, the, uh, came out the gate hot. I think this is the second time in a row, second year in a row, I like Ray's honorable mentions more than I like his top ten. <laughs> I'm kidding, Ray. I don't I'm, care. I'm way. kidding. No, but like, <clears throat> listening to those, the more I'm listening, like, as they were going on, I'm like, this is a perfect example of literally what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like... This year, was, have... this year was one of those weird years where it had so much music in it, but because of the timing, we weren't able to like zone in on enough yeah. of it. So th- like, I feel like this is going to be one of those years where there's a lot that happens after that we found out from this year. I'm already finding shit. Like yeah. That. I already found a lot of shit that has come up late, you know, that I didn't know about or I'm still fucking, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a creeper of a year is really what's going to happen. A lot of shit. And a lot of bands weren't able to tour on a lot of the stuff, so it wasn't publicized the way yeah. it normally yeah. be publicized, so... But yeah, man, um, Steve, go ahead. Kick off the notes. 
right. I kept them kind of short and yeah. short and sweet because they're yeah. we're doing five. Today, Me too, so. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, some thrash vibes to kick the night off. Nice snarl to the vocals, placed just right in the mix. Uh, some good solo work mid-song. Some subtle King Diamond vocals going on in the background. Guitars feel triumphant at the end. I gave it a two point four. Cool, dope. But thrashy open, good tone right away. More of a black and roll than I would say anything else. Uh, great guitar work, great drummer holding up the backbone of the song. Solid tune. I give this a 2.75. Cool. Nice. I like this a lot. This is a band called Vampire, and I found them oh, basically yeah. around the same time I found that band, Butcher. Butcher. Van- vampire with a Y, correct? Uh, No. Butcher. no? Vampire spelled okay. vampire. Um, yeah. So like I said, uh, this is just kind of one of those random finds this year. And uh, I ended up really liking it. What's the name uh, of that track? uh, Rex. Rex, like R-E-X? R-E-X, you got it. All right. You might hear some weird shit going on because I'm trying to steal the cord. Yeah, we're good, we're good. We are definitely good. All right, go ahead, Steve. All right, on to track two. Uh, Almost sounds hardcore at the start, but not sure really what to call this genre. I really like the chorus section, kind of catchy. Not a ton of notes on this one. It's pretty straightforward. I also gave this a 2.4. All right. I put uh, has a um, has a late '90s alternative style guitar. Almost dare I say, Foo Fighters. It sounds like yeah, that era that. of music, which is weird guitar wise, not the vocals. And then uh, the vocals kick in. And it's heavier and um, it's a heavier vocal and overall tune than I expected, but it fits very well. This band did a very good job of welding two different music styles together that I don't really think I've ever heard before, which was very like '90s alternative or grunge tone guitar like those sounded like fenders to me which is fucking weird because you don't hear that in this style of music and it had almost like a thrashy black metal vocal it was weird but i liked it for what it was um i gave it a 2.25 because my brain didn't really know how to compensate compensate it no comprehend comprehend it yeah comprehend it all right this is i'll be right back yeah go ahead so that band is uh calvar take or cavola i think it's cavler tech cavler tech i could be wrong though i could be wrong no, you could be right. That sounds correct. I think correct that's after. the way it's pronounced. Yeah. I've always been shitty at that. Anyway, um, like I said, this is a band that kind of reminds me of Baroness. They're in that vein. Yeah, they were definitely um, mentioned in the same breath back. I, like There was a, f- a few years ago. They I were think like, that's how I kind of caught on to They were trending to towards being like a gigantic band, and then they kind of leveled They off. had that one video where they were like, it was like them in a cage. Yeah. And like yeah. in front of a fucking, at a, in a bar. Might as well just finish this off. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I need to be topped off because that's about as much as I really need. If you got a good good amount left, go for it. If you're gonna top me off a little bit, I'll take a little bit top off. It's Christmas time, boys. I'm not, you know, we share the wealth around here. At this point, three years into this, Jesus Christ, Steve, we're like we're friends now. Yep, it's weird how that works. (laughs) It only took three years. (laughs) (laughs) You get brought up a lot around here because Kristen's always like, because you and her are both quiet, but she's quiet in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't really ever know what to say to him. And I'm like, I don't think you need to say much to him. He's just Steve. Yeah. Like, he, he, you respect him. He respects you. The dogs love him. If the dogs, if he was a creep, the fucking dogs wouldn't like him. Yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, that's a good point. Because she doesn't, like, unless she gets to sit here and talk to you. I got to get her to do a show of this. Because yeah. then I think that would change her opinion. It's not that she's a bad opinion at all. Yeah. Is She is, she likes you. She doesn't know you. Are those so really, house lights? She only. Huh? Are those your house lights? Yeah. All right, I keep on thinking like the cops are here or something. No, no, no. I have I have some crazy fucking LED lights on my on my gutters. 
They're right. nuts. They're fucking, fucking. I'm just. I'm quiet with people that I even know really, really, really well. That's what I told her. I said he's just. A, he's like a. He's a sleeper of a, of a of a speaker. Like he doesn't. He doesn't need to say much. But then when he talks, like when he's comfortable and talks, you're like, wait, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know that you even had that in you, kind of a thing. Yeah. And I think that's why I like you because it's that that nice. We have that. Like I talk all the time because <laughs> I don't like awkward silences, and you talk when need to. Yeah. So that's why I think me and you fit, and then you throw Dobby in there, and it is a good mix. With her, she's she really outside of like walking by you, while we've been here, that's the most she's ever really seen me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. when we were doing that at a race house, she didn't know you at all. She only heard your voice on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So hearing your voice, listen to me, listen to it isn't the same as you being in the same room with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's only really ever actually interacted with you like on my birthday this year and mm-hmm. like Memorial Day a couple times. But even then, that day is nuts for us because there's yeah, a lot yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. So like the couple times she's even been in the same room with you, it's typically like like if she get, she, uh, she don't get home. Well, actually, she might get home soon. She's going to like walk by and be like, hey, guys. And like <laughs> so yeah. she doesn't really she doesn't know you at all. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, the fucking dogs like they fucking they, they swarm him when he comes in the house. And yeah. So we're good. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought that was funny that it's a, it's one of those dynamics where she's such an awkward person when, yeah. she, when it comes to speaking, I guess. I don't know. You guys have a lot of similar uh, introvert thing, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, see, th- that's the best about Steve. Like, I'm just talking. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, he, but I know what he means. He yeah. means like. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just. I have nothing to say. Yes, I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And shut the fuck up and let's move on. Yeah. Is what you, she says the same thing. It's weird how that works. Raise next time. Go ahead, Steve. Beat sounds like some old 90s uh, lynch mob shit. Uh, this is Gore-Tex from Nonfiction. I haven't heard this, but I know he put out a new album this year under the name Lord Goat. Sounds like Nems 2 and Ale Bill, probably Gorilla Twins. Everybody killed it. Dope Beat 2.7. Cool, cool. I put hip hop tone uh, tune. Opening fits the year. Uh, don't wear leggings and makeup. Is a line is a jab. I would imagine at somebody. There's a line Probably where he's like, "Don't wear." Period. Now. Yeah, it was like, "Don't wear leggings and makeup." Yeah, blah, I caught blah, that blah. too. Uh, I I just left it at that. I put two point two five. Dug what I got out of it. Twenty one. I hear it, but I did get this. I'm making a show goal right now. Two thousand twenty one. I'm going to listen to more hip hop, old, new, period. I'm going to listen to some shit. Uh, I don't know anything about the Ghetto Boys, and Joe Rogan's now since he moved to Texas has had two of the Ghetto Boys on there, and I love both episodes. Those guys. He had two are of them. On? He had Jay Prince on, and he had Willie D on. Okay, I think he might have made the beats or something. Jay Prince. Jay Prince was the main guy behind the group. Yeah, and it's yeah. like still a big thing apparently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He just did that episode, but Willie D is like the main like vocal guy yeah. apparently. I don't know much about that shit, but like. I need to know more. I need to know more Ghetto Boys. I need to know. Like, I know. I love that style of shit, but I don't know any of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the era that I like. So my goal, one of my goals, I'm going to put it here, uh, is uh, to, to to listen to more hip-hop so I can better um, break it down. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, I'm like a fish out of water. That's the, Every time we play that, I'm always like, oh, uh, white guy answer white guy answer white guy answer it's hard to break down anyway because even even if you know hip-hop it's like i'm not the kind of guy that likes like there's some guys that like hip-hop that like 
metaphors and shit. I don't. I'm not really. There actually metaphors. hasn't been too much new stuff that really kind of drives me. Me either. But I'm not gonna say there still isn't good stuff out there. Oh yeah, there is. I, I don't look for it like I look yeah. for metal. Exactly. I just go back to the old trusties, and yep. some of it's good, and some of it's not. Yep. Real quick, I sent a picture of this bottle of white label to my mom, and I said, where the hell did you steal this bottle from? She goes, why is that? Question mark. She goes, uh, it's what I was using for whiskey and gender. Do you like it? My customer, Loretta, gave it to me. Lady's name was Loretta, so you know she's old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it to me when I was helping her pack up her house. Mom, this is like 30 from years old. Na- 1991. <laughs> Does it have an H statement on there? Other I than think that? nope, but Before that's what I don't. You don't need it back then. Yeah. So I have a bunch of bottles like this, believe it or not, mm-hmm. and that's how I learned that. Um, that's what that is. Yeah. Is that code? It well, was, they used to use it as a selling point, and they kind of took it away recently. Yeah, with whiskey, with uh, bourbon anyway, not scotch. So this, I don't, I think this was before because scotch was real popular in the eighties. Like if you watch any like yeah. action movie from the eighties, they talk about scotch all the time. Mm-hmm. This was definitely made. This bottle was made. Or the bottle itself was made on uh, February 24th, uh, 1991. Yep. So I'm going to text right now. All right. We moving on to the next one? Yeah. So my goal, one of my goals is to listen to more hip hop. So I'm going to be looking for recommendations. Would you rate that one? 2.25. I liked what I heard out of it, but I don't know how to rate stuff like that because I like it, but I'm. You got everybody correct on that track. Yeah. That's what's kind of funny. You got everybody on the track. Like, is it Gorilla Twins or is it Gorilla Twins? Gorilla Twins is the actual album and uh, Ill Bill Nems and uh, Lord Goat. Yeah. See, there was a Gorilla Twins song that I liked from that too. I think they had Vinnie Paz on it or something. Yeah. 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 This is a pretty good album. I haven't listened to Yeah. I've only listened to the singles they've dropped. I haven't listened to the whole album. Yeah. It's a pretty good album. Here you go. This is special for you. I I don't listen to uh, rap the same way I listen. I don't listen to full albums of hip hop generally. A lot of times, sometimes I'll do it because I got the time at work. I'll throw the whole thing on and I'll just be like, "All right, I'll give it a." I have a hard time with like interludes with rap. Uh, So many. I don't. uh, It depends though. I don't. um, If you play me fucking uh, vinyl by design, oh those those interludes are fucking great. That interlude, that that album, that album plays together like a fucking like it was a masterpiece. Yep. But then there are some things like uh, I love that album that uh, fucking uh, Everlast does, but the interludes on that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you just kind of they're like, just kind of there. You guy, you're hearing somebody talking on fucking voice box. There was a time when um, every rap album had to have twenty tracks, yeah. and seven of them were fucking interludes. Yeah, and I think everyone just kind of kept up with that, and it's like I don't. I don't want your fucking interludes. My mom's been using songs. that as a, a whiskey guy. Turned around to whiskey and gingers. I got her on those the uh, white label fucking what's that hundred proof shit? Evan Williams. Yeah, I got her on the Evan Williams hundred proof. So she's been drinking fucking like just once in a while a little bit like a she'll make like a uh, whiskey and ginger. She used that stuff. Mm-hmm. So somebody gave her this when she was helping her move. So she's been using this as whiskey and ginger. Ginger. She goes. Uh, she goes. Uh, so cause I put mom this bottle's from nineteen ninety one. She goes, so it's aged whiskey. I was like, well, agreed that it's good, but it's scotch. <laughs> it's still <laughs> it whiskey. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, what I'm getting at is, like, somebody somewhere would probably would have paid good money for this. My mom used this as a burner bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Like, she just has no idea what that is. Yeah. I wonder how old. I mean, it doesn't age in the bottle, so I wonder how old it was originally. Like, Before I wonder how it got long stayed in the barrel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might say on here, but back then, I don't think they were... 
I think Scotch always did. Bourbon did for a while, and then they took it away, and now it's coming back again. It's 86.8 proof is what it says on the side of it. That's so Dewar's 1991 white label. I'll look it up. Man, it's a fucking old ass. I'm going to keep that bottle. Yeah. That's a dope bottle. Anyways. So, oh, glad you guys are enjoying it. I like it with a little ginger. Cheers. I'll send her a picture of you sticking the, your dickhead in the top of that later, Ray. <laughs> She'll be all about it. If I get hard, it will get stuck. If you get hard, it won't fit, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I'm going to try and put it in soft. Jesus Christ, soft. <laughs> I hope it doesn't fit. <laughs> Fuck, man. Be, you're selling yourself short there, homie. Fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Give I yourself got... a little more credit. I've seen it. Listen, I know. I know. I don't got to worry about that shit. I'm I just, can, bust my, I'm just I can bust my own balls I'm if just I want. Kidding. All right, let's move next on. Next track. Steve, next track. All let's right, see where we go at. back here. Uh... She's still going. <laughs> One last, uh, two more songs. Two more? All right. Right, yeah, because we talked about the, the hip-hop song, right? Yes. Yeah, fourth track. All right, sounds like some crossover. I love the main riff. Uh, vocals are throwing me off initially, but I'm getting used to them. Nice solo work, good stuff. I could hear this on the radio, 2.6. Cool. Dope. I put out uh, sounds like early to mid-2000s Massachusetts metalcore. Has a huge Shadows Fall feel and influence. Uh, and the uh, vocals sound like Rob Flynn from uh, Machine Head when he doesn't suck and yep. tries to rap. Uh, I'm digging this a lot. Solid guitar work, too. Hey, Ray, you just got a big old fat three from your honorable five. Sweet. So, suck a nap, motherfucker. Well, this is a band that's been around a little bit longer than Shadows Fall. Have they? Uh, Heathen. Okay. Uh, Shadows Fall's been around since mid to, uh, mid-90s, actually. Heathen was around actually. in the 80s. Yeah. All right, so close, though. Hey, Johnny well, Rock and Roll from Shadows Fall plays for Anthrax now. That's so. cool. Has but been for a long time. This whole album's solid. Uh, this almost played into my top ten. So there's yeah, been called Heathen. Yeah, Heathen. They just came shy. Uh, really good album. This is a song called In Black. I highly recommend this album. Steve, if you like this, you'd like that vinyl you bought for me. Okay. Or that you got. I've probably heard mm. most of it before. Of One Blood, you'd like. This is That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's like musically, it's just like this. Yeah. Brian Fair, Jesus Christ, the singer on Of One Blood, that's his first album. Before that, it was Phil Labonte. The first album was Phil Labonte from... Um, Oh, my God. My brain is not working right now, guys. We drank way too much today. <laughs> um, no, we didn't. We're not even starting, really. But uh, we drank enough. Uh, oh, my God. Fuck. They're like a metalcore. They're a big metalcore band. They had a big, like, pop song a year or two ago. Beneath the Remains? Something? No. Something Remains. All That Remains? Yes, All That Remains. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That Remains is Phil, Phil Labonte. From the, he's the original singer from Shadows Fall. Mm -hmm. The rest of the band was like essentially original, except for Brian Fair started in the second album, which is on Of One Blood, which is what album that you got me. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was from Overcast, so Overcast was around like '92. So like now that you just said that Overcast is is a lot like this. Yep. What you just heard, like what you just played, and they've been around since '92. At least as far as I as ba far back as that is what I remember. I don't know about like actual albums out. Yep. But they they have like flyers and shit. I mean, fucking Hatebreed has flyers from like ninety three and ninety four or something. So like, there's bands that, like that that people don't realize have been around that long. Yeah. That back then you could do that. You could fucking fight through the trenches for a long time and then eventually get a break. Mm -hmm. Nowadays it's not like that at all. You either get a break or you don't. So. Just well, nowadays you kind of don't need a break. 
Like you can do like you just need the right person to see you. You can do niche stuff and have a long career. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just it's just weird because there's two different worlds. There's like way overproduced music that gets money, and then there's like underground, and like Mm -hmm. it's the underground is fucking super underground. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, move on to uh, the last track. Yep, last track uh, starts off sounding like power metal, then thrash, and back to power metal. Kind of has a Halford quality to the vocals at times. Is this Stalker or Stallion? Stallion. Stallion, okay. Great 80s style solo. I love everything about this. I gave it a three. Cool. I put a nice build, very majestic. Um, Has uh, heavy on the thrash this year for all of us. I noticed that. A lot of our picks have a thrash feel to them, and I feel like today, after race picks, you're going to hear even more thrash. Yeah. By um, the way, speaking of that, before I forget, and we're not playing new music this week or whatever, uh, Enforce put out a new track. It was on my release I thought, last week. Last or, week. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It, the, the vocals sound way different. They but, do. But yeah. I'm okay with it. The music's identical, mm-hmm. the, but the vocals sound way different. But very, very good track that, that I'm definitely looking forward to in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, put uh, really digging the vocals. Uh, had a great huge um, '80s arena metal feel to this. Like mm-hmm. this had like I, I feel like I could have watched this at, at the fucking Tweeter Center or whatever the fuck it's called now, Xfinity Center. This got a big fat three for me also. So cool. you got two threes for me, and this got a three from Steve. This is cool. very good. Uh, this is the opening track on the album, okay. uh, "Waking the Demons," and I did play one of their songs earlier in the year on the show. Uh, this whole album blew me away. There's some tracks on it that sound like I'm fucking reliving the Scorpions, like old shit. Yep. Uh, just a really solid album. Um, yeah. I'll get into them back, uh, I don't know, probably, shit, six, seven years ago. I got a couple of their things on cassette. I didn't know they put out an album this year until I, I mentioned earlier... Um, off mic that I watched these guys death metal dicks and they were doing their top 20 yeah and um they were taking shots in between each each pick so they got real wasted yeah but um one of them picked uh stallion in there too and then I was like oh shit I didn't even know they came out with something this year nice they need to party with the three dudes and cold brews is all I'm saying because last time I checked we just polished off one bottle we're starting on another one so (laughs) and they were drinking fireball and yeah so they're so they're not Cool. The douches, is what you're <laughs> yeah. I'm only kidding, guys. They were, you're, um, you're probably good dudes. We, I would love to try to like intermingle. So intermingling with, um, like more like metal personalities, you know, yeah. like YouTube and stuff like that. I'd love to get into that. But Ray, uh, how about this? Um, to close out your five picks, give us a couple more honorable honorable mentions that could have made the list. Couple honorable ones that could have made the list. I uh, put Valkyrie on the list uh, of that I played actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Ozzy's really great. Um, I forgot that album came out this year. That's 2020. Honestly, um, it, it didn't make my list, but it's a really good album. It's a fun album to listen to. Uh, the new Deftones is actually really good, I agree. too. That would have been on my honorable mentions. Um, I played a band uh, maybe two or three weeks ago called Rough Spells. Um, they're good. They almost made my list. And that's about it right now. But... Uh, yeah, no. There's a bunch of good shit that came out this year. There is actually a lot that came out. Deft- I'm impressed that you brought up the Deftones album. That is a good album, but those are that's a band I need time with their albums. It is. You have to actually you put have to, aside time yes, for that. You have to put some time aside. You have to sit and actually listen to it all and really... Do we lose something? Oh, we're good. Nope, we're good. Because uh, I wasn't sure that they were... Uh, Steve, get my, my deepness back here. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. 
Singer of Disturbed. Rosie's legitimately thinking about getting that tattooed on her. Oh, that little, no. that funny tattoo. No, no, no. The the funny like Singer yeah. of Disturbed tattoo. Yeah. I told her if she does it, I will gladly get that with her, <laughs> dude, all day long. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. all right. Uh, I I'm not gonna lie. I need to piss real quick, so I'm gonna let you guys talk for a second before I come back because I actually want to well, enjoy my music with you guys. Oh, okay. So. so you guys give a little. Uh, I don't know. Talk. Yeah. I mean. Not often do I walk away and you guys can talk without me, so I go for it. It happens sometimes. <laughs> not, not often enough is what I would say, but hey, I'll give it to you. Um, off the top of your head, was there... I know you just went through a few, but I'm sure you have more. Is there yep. any, any other ones that... Off the top of my head that I'm thinking of... I know the Devil's Blood kind of... and they're not the That Devil's band, Blood, uh, Molasses. Molasses, yep. Molasses was actually really good, too. That's a sleeper. Um, there are a few more things I just can't really brain put it together right now i think i just kind of mentally put together what i could a second ago yeah but um yeah like we both said there's plenty there's oh, plenty there's, to go around yeah i probably my list was probably i mean it was probably like 40 deep probably and but there was so much stuff that i listened to like one time and i liked it and i never listened to it again there's a lot of indie shit i listened to too yeah. and i didn't even think about it you know what i mean so there's cross genres of stuff that didn't even really get attention no. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I said it on the last podcast or in between, but I I looked at um kind of like the five biggest metal websites and what their list was for the end of the year and there yeah. was almost no crossover between them. Really? Which yeah. is kind of crazy. And some of them were to like top 40s and there was still no crossover. Yeah. And we didn't have a lot of cross I don't think you and I had any crossover. Yeah. Ed and uh Joe had a little bit of crossover. We had no crossover with Ed. So it kind of informs you on how crazy the genre is right now in quality because everyone's kind of got their own list and not a lot of doubles on yep. the list. So you know it's it's a good it's good uh, it's a good indicator of the health of the genre and possible movements into different genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree, and I just returned. Yep. So <laughs> you guys are right though on that. Uh, there's a lot. That I think is uh, almost like hidden because of the way everything's going on right now, right? So like, you yeah. fuck with a band called Iron Sword. That's another one that I kind of um, dug into. I don't this think year. I heard them this year, but I know of them. Yeah, I didn't even know they put anything out. Weird vocally, but musically on a different level. There's so much shit though. Yeah. All right, you nerds, ready for some more music? Ready. Let me Always. just cue it up before you fucking uh, drop us. Bear with me just a second. Everything's cued. I just gotta actually get it. Uh, going and uh, uh, ready there, bud. All right, ready? Here we go. Five songs. <laughs> Kente lip shakes, table saw your ass in half, open up your chest plate. I don't wanna be violent, I do believe in self-defense. Hop the fist, dump them out, show them exactly who they fucking with. You gon' need some mouth-to-mouth tourniquets and resuscitation. Move them from house to house to Armageddon, your revelations. You better off worshiping Satan or cooking bacon slices and trying to feed it to the nation. Before you speak on blacks, killing blacks, and justify your racism by calling it facts. Now hold the fuck up, I ain't never seen one of us hit a church commit murder murder arrest an officer hand you a best of the cheeseburger bitcoin e-commerce travel faster than silver surfer capitalism labor they arrest us they need workers 
Epstein, Billy Jean, tell your fucking queen to send Andrew the Prince over here to face his shit, bitch.
Hey now, we're back. Don't worry, Steve. Good thing I actually understand that board now. <laughs> we're good. Plus, Spenny's, Spenny's fucking pinning you down over there. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Uh, let me tell you something, boys. This 1991 fucking scotch. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know what fucking bureau this thing was kept underneath. Right. I didn't mean to crush you, PT. That's okay. I sat back and I was yeah, like, oh, shit, there's a dog Ray, Ray leans back, bangs into Peachy. <laughs> fucking Spenny takes over Steve's lap over here. I'm just begging for some fucking ice. I'm going to have to get some before I, mm. Steve plays this shit. But, uh, yeah, so good little mix there, and I can explain my picks when we uh, get into them. Um, but for now, whoever would like to go first. Go ahead, Ray. Go All ahead. Right. I'm pretty sure uh, we know who this is between... I know who two of the vocalists are on it. 
I know it's exhibit and uh, be real. Mm-hmm. No, yep. uh, I like it. Uh, speaking the truth, uh, interested to hear more of what they put together. Um, I just like the beat in general. I gave this a two point seven five. I thought it was a good track. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, this that what was it called? Summer, Summer of Sam. Sam album, Summer yeah. of Sam. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I knew uh, Exhibit and Be Real. Also, I didn't know the third guy. I love the uh, Chappelle White Power Dude. sample. I wanted to fucking laugh every time. Every time. <laughs> I no joke. That's why I picked. That's why I picked. This is my favorite song on it. But that's there's like two or three that could be like one A, one B, one C. Yeah. But I picked this one because I'm like I hope. One of these guys picks up on it. That that's the fucking Chappelle thing. Yeah. And then every time I saw you laugh, I was like, "All right, I, I'm done." I, <laughs> I figured um, it out. Is the third guy Crooked Eye? No, it's. No. Uh, I don't know who that dude is. And I, I'll be honest with you, if you listen to the album, he's the worst one. He's, oh, so he's on the whole album. Yeah, unfortunately. Does it say the name? Demrick. Demrick. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's he's listed on every track. Okay. So whoever he is. That song is okay. There's a song called Normal that's really good that he's on. That's okay. Uh, Summer of Sam, that's the one that I played a couple months ago. Mm. That song's really good. I played something off that as well. Yeah, you did. I don't know what. I can't remember what song. I think it was either Loaded or. There's a couple songs that dropped early on, but the, the album's great. Mm. That dude, that third dude, is not very good. Yeah. There's a couple I, songs. I didn't think where, he was bad, but uh, no, that outshined it's everybody. It's kind of hard to fucking outshine yeah. Exhibit and fucking be real. And Exhibit outshine be real. Yeah. yeah, Exhibit outshines be real in the whole album. Like yeah. there's a couple songs. There's one or two songs where be real like has the fucking shining light on them. But yeah. I mean, if you look this album up, you have. I mean, as far as I know, you have to look it up through Exhibit. He's the number one. Mm-hmm. It must be all him. But he, yeah. he really even the lines like his lines are the best out of all of them. But that third guy, there's a couple songs where there's one specific song, and I can't remember what the fucking name of it is, but like I think it's Powder Keg that's really good. See, the Powder Keg got loaded. Yeah. But that third dude, like, he, I can't personally, I'm not a guy who does hip hop. I'm going to try to write a hip hop song mm. with Steve and Ray here. And we're, spoiler alert for 2021, we're going to do it because it's funny. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do my best exhibit voice. Like, I'm going to try to do my best exhibit voice because that's yep. about as far as I think I'd be able to do. And I think it'll actually come out okay. But. That third dude, I don't like when people rhyme words with words with the same word. Yeah, like, a lot of people. Do I feel that. like it's cheap, mm. which I get. Like you, some words you have to, but there's there's one song where he rhymes like he talks about exhibit and be real, and he's like, "You fuck with exhibit, and then you get hit with it." Like the way he like I can't even explain it. He doesn't even say that. He says like exhibit and then exhibit again, mm-hmm. and then like. Like, he talks about how, like, if you fuck with his boys, he's going to fuck you up. But, like, he drops their names first. And he's like, and if you fuck with Exhibit, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, there's ways to do it if if you use the word in a different meaning. Context, yeah. But if you you hear, listen, listen to this album, because I feel, I think both of you would like this. Because the album. I've heard some of it, because I I played that one song, but I've heard, I did like it, yeah. I like the whole album as a whole. I'll be honest. I've learned what I get thrown off by hip hop. I do like this because this has like hip hop uh, beats that I like. Mm-hmm. Like this has you didn't give your score. I don't think Steve really quick. Enough. Um, two point six. Okay, cool. So it's a good score at least on, on both on both of you guys. Mm-hmm. This has the type of beats that I like. They're very like they got like the right bass. They're not like like every single fucking hip hop song ever now. Like mm-hmm. has that same like yeah I hate that th- that same like it was a very nineties beat. Yeah, like that same bullshit thing. The fucking uh, bullshit annoying hi hat. Yeah, hi hat thing. I don't. I hate it. I yeah. fucking hate it so much. But this has like a '90s beat to it. Like mm-hmm. it has like fill and fucking samples and like I like this. Um, the whole album is like that. They call that boom bap. Oh, 
Now you know. Call me white. I had no <laughs> idea. Uh, but uh, there's a couple. There's like one or two songs where they like. It gets like real cheesy because the whole thing is about the quarantine in 2020. Yeah. And there's one song called. Uh, yeah, it's called literally called Quarantine, and it starts off with like this R and B singer. It's like we're quarantine. Oh come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like it's dude, it's it's rough, man. Like I actually, hold on, real quick, can you show? I just want to hear it. I want to. I want you guys to. I cringe. Yeah. Oh, shut it off. It's it's yeah. As wow. soon as yeah, as soon as that happens, I gotta fucking skip it. I literally yep. cringe in my. Fucking like I curl up in a like in a ball and I'm like that's terrible, and the whole song like she does that like three or four more times in that song. Exhibit, who okayed that? Yeah. I do. Was Come it on. you? Was I it don't be know. real? That was bad. But the next song has Snoop Dogg in it, and it's actually a really good song. Yeah. <laughs> song. So like this song is just rough, man. But there's like one or two songs like that on the album, but it's a really good album. So go out and check it out. I actually enjoy it a lot because it does hit. Because what what I like about this album is, yes, it's about 2020. Yes, it touches on Black Lives Matter and quarantine. But it's not one or the other side. It's not right or left. He actually, they actually all do touch on both sides, Mm -hmm. which is actually kind of impressive. It's really no like, I get, I got worried about it because I thought it was going to be very like, you know, one side directive. And it wasn't. It was more the way we think. It was mm-hmm. actually more like the way we're looking at things, which I was very impressed with. So check out this album. It's called Serial Killers Presents Summer of Sam. Just look up Exhibit. It's on his thing. But I like this album a lot, actually. I've been listening to it a lot lately. I wonder, is it an Exhibit album or is Son of, uh, Summer of Sam like a group a project? I, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it says Serial Killers Presents dot dot summer of sam if you look up exhibit it's in his like albums of the catalog year. Mm-hmm. yeah it's in his catalog so i don't i don't know how else to look it up i haven't tried looking up be real but i would imagine it comes up with him too yeah it, it will but every right. every song has an exhibit listed first and what power i think that's fucking hilarious hmm. so anyways all right second track yeah go ahead i got instantly got a static x feel okay until the vocals kicked in um uh, Weird kind of trip dubstep style in there. Very short. Probably, uh, I put probably where it's placed on the album. It's probably like kind of like an integrator on the album. Mm-mm. No? Most of the album's about that long. It just seemed like it was like every song it in that needed album. something more towards the end. That's it. That's how I felt. Every song in this album is like this, but be- it's because they all fit. They all flow into each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, was, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, like it's why. kind of the way yeah. it's going. I didn't really get yeah. One much song out of it when of that. like that song ends and it goes into the next song. So yeah. like you don't really it never stops. The album's only like thirty five minutes long, but it like it never stops. It just keeps going. Every song is like two and a half minutes long, two minutes long, if that. Vocals were a little hit or miss for me, but it wasn't bad. But I gave this a two and a quarter. I'm actually impressed with that. I'll take mm. anything over a two from you on this mm. one. So good, Steve. Um. Before the vocals, to me, it sounded like a more industrial heavy Fear Factory. Mm. Um, I expected to hate the vocals once they came on, but they ended up matching up nice and everything was super aggressive. Um, the bit at the end lost me mm. with the fucking like, dubstep kind of shit that you were talking about. Um, I w- if it was longer and that started and that came in at the end, I might not have downgraded it so much, but I was ready to give it a pretty high score of 2.6. And that little bit... Probably kind of just cut it, it short to like a yeah. two, three. Still pretty good though. Yeah, it yeah. Still wasn't I mean, he bad. gave me a two and a quarter, so that's it still, still wasn't a bad track. No, that's about where I yeah. expected to be honest with you, or yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you'd like this album, and I think surprisingly so, mm-hmm. you'd like this album. Uh, and this album was my audible. I had something different written down, and then I was yeah. like, you know what? I went by what I listened to. 
so my my picks are all over the place. Some like that Summer of Sam album only came out in October, so that was, is a newer album to me. But I like what it is. Yeah, this album made it to this because I listened to this. I didn't want to put because this is actually technically a bigger band. I didn't want to give this the credit, but mm. I listened to this so much this year. I listened to it at the gym. Like yeah. I listened to it today at the gym. This whole album and it fucking it's it's a fucking gym album. So yeah. hey, I'm a meathead. Whatever you want to call me, but. I li- this is the way I listen to music. So that's why it snuck into my fucking top five honorable mentions. This yep. is a Muir. A Muir. All right. All right. This is their album, Hindsight. Hence, Hindsight 2020, blah, blah, blah. This song mm-hmm. is called Pig's Ear. I thought you might find it interesting because of the whole Wolf Blitzer little yeah, thing there, like being, Wolf. Yeah. Like, I, 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 here's the thing with Amir, right? They're, it's like a love-hate relationship with them. You're not going to love everything that they do. And I know Ray really didn't like a lot of what they did earlier on. I just remember seeing them live and being like, please get off the stage. Yeah, but now, but yeah. I, that was before. So yeah. say what you will about yeah, the lead yeah, singer, right? Yeah, yeah. Frankie Palmieri or whatever, but like the band bailed on him because of whatever reasons. Nothing like he, like, not like he, like, reset the little girls or anything. Like, nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't try to kill his wife, like, fucking, uh, you know, the dude from Tim Lambesis. Like, nothing like that. He just, yeah. he was known to be a douche. And, like, yeah. he's really not. Like, he is, but he's not. Like, he's, I've met him like, a few times now. He's a super nice dude when you meet him in person. Yeah, the last two albums have a. It's literally he's the only one left over from the band, and he put together his own band, and it's way better than like the old stuff as a whole because it's more technical, even though it's simple and it's more Fear Factory. And mm. I actually think even you'd enjoy a lot of this album, really. Because like I said the music wasn't bad, and I'm not like digging it. I didn't even know who the fuck it was. And you're not, you're you don't but like him here. So if the, I had said the that vocals, beforehand. I just yeah. feel like they were a little bit higher or too aggressive for the style or whatever it was going for you got to look but, at it like it's like almost like hip-hop that's why i put it after the hip-hop song because yeah. I, I i also put these songs that's why i didn't do like a there's no specific order to these songs i just yeah. wanted a um what do i always say i always fucking forget the Sequence. name Sequence. sequencing yeah i wanted my my songs to sequence together right yeah so that's why that went after the hip-hop song, because at least it, it came in with kind of a hip-hop thing and ended with a hip-hop thing and then went into, like, heavier stuff. So I kind of, like, gave you, like, a little segue song. Yeah. But the song, I listen to this album a lot, and so I don't want to deny the fact that I like this band. I like this band. You shouldn't. I love this band, to be totally honest Man. with you. And they have a place in my heart, and their place in my heart is, like... Mainly at the gym, but on top of that, like, it's aggressive music, man. If you listen to some of their shit, their older shit, it's fucking, it's mean, it's pissed off. It's a, it's like corn on fucking, I hate to, I hate the on steroids thing, but it's corn on steroids. Like, yeah. it's literally, that's what it is. And the only other song I played from this album, I played a couple months ago, and you got, like, it, he does, like, the Jonathan Davis, like, ooh, bah, 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 thing. Mm. And you guys both said something about it. The name of the, the song is called Thundermouth. That's my yeah. favorite song in the album. Anyways. Amir, hindsight, look, man, if you don't like them, I get it. I'm not trying to fucking whatever the purists, but if I can get these two guys to give above a two, which is above average score, I I won. I wish the meat of the song was longer. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. I wish it kind of went on a little bit longer. That's where this this falls into a lot. uh, One of the songs that you played, Mm. you have to listen to the album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does. It flows with the rest of the album. You're not gonna love the entire album. There's one song that I fucking despise on this album, and that's 100% why it dropped out of my top 10. Yeah, like even the radar. There's a song called 203 on this album, and literally he just goes the whole time. 203. Two oh three. Is that the area code? What does it mean? Okay. I see it. Like, and it's the way it's terrible. Like, he tries to make like a creepy song, and it's fucking terrible, dude. It's not. It's not good at all. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Frankie, don't ever fucking do that again. Hmm. Just do this. Do what you did here. 
Make the songs a little bit longer. The last album, the album before this, you guys will like because they're a little bit, they're more meat to them. And they're more crazy. Like they just, them, and when you listen to them, they're a headphone band. Like when you listen to them at the gym or in your vehicle, when you're surrounded by the music, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't want to listen to this on vinyl sitting, like sipping whiskey. Yeah. You'd want to listen to this like going somewhere determined to do something because mm-hmm. it surrounds you. And it, but like the noises, the higher pitch, higher frequency noises that happen in the background make you like, like on edge. Yeah. That's why when Joe Walsh brought up uh, Code Orange, he's right. Code Orange should have been in my top 10, probably should have been in my, at least my honorable mentions. But that album is an album that you listen to the whole album. It's not, you. I can't pick one song from that album. That's why I didn't make either list because it's, it's an album. 100% it's an album. And that's, so it got, it by default, that got knocked out of my top anything list. It's, it's just a fucking wild album. And I, I can't separate one song to give it justice. Otherwise, I'd just be doing it a disservice. So, anyways, go ahead with the third song. Third track. I talked enough. I got uh, Thrash Attack, some short lead riffs thrown in for some good measure. Upbeat and aggressive. Slows down for a caught in the mosh style session. Uh, I gave this a three. Yes, that's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a, a punky thrash vibe. Uh, vocals almost sound like old Overkill. Uh, I almost was thinking the same thing. Yeah, it? kind yeah. of like got that same screech. Um, right. Yeah. Killer guitar work. Um, didn't take a lot of notes. Two point five. Man, I was hoping for a double three and but that's okay. That's havoc. Uh, I, thought, right. I thought it was havoc. Yep, havoc. That's a V or five or whatever you want to call it. That song is called Fear Campaign. Yep. Um, I I went back and forth on this because this. I still have to listen to that. This, I, I re-listened to it this week to try yeah. to find out my top my honorable mentions, and I'll tell you what, man, it probably should have been in my top ten. Yeah, it, it's it's that good of an album. It it beats a lot of. It beat out Sepultura by I had Sepultura on this list. I had Sepultura on my top ten list, and then yeah. I listened to the album. and I'm like, as good as it is, I listened to more. Like there were other albums I listened to more. I listened to Mirror way more. Like it's yeah. just there's sometimes it's just what you listen to when. I you actually know? thought the next song might be Sepultura. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler hmm. alert. It's not. Uh, but Sepultura was in this list, by the way, for a while. Uh, What's the name of that Havoc song again? Fear Campaign. Okay. That album's fucking amazing, dude. It that does album. seem like a lot of bands almost put something out relative with the current times. Yes. Yeah. It seems like a lot of them this uh, came out early. have this came specifically like worded things in, maybe either in code or yeah. in specific. Well, the, the runner-up to play today yeah. for this band was a um, a song about, uh, I can't remember the fucking name of it. I, I have it screenshotted, but it's about like uh, something ritual. I can't remember the name of the, the it's something ritual on the album. It's like the yep. fifth song in the album, but it's about uh they have it's uh, that one was one hundred percent lyric driven, and yeah. the second verse is all about how like they have a war on drugs, but not the ones that they're selling you. Yeah, they want you to keep they want to keep you comatose. Like in other words, like oh, it's okay to be against weed, but we're gonna keep on pumping you full of fucking oxycon. Yeah, it's okay. Well, we're gonna take your fucking life yeah. away for weed, but we're gonna give you yeah. heroin. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, we, yeah we, you can't do heroin, yeah, yeah. but we're going to give you legal prescribed heroin because yeah, we yeah. can put it in a pill form. Yeah, yeah. And like that whole album, dude, like th- this whole album is great, but that, that song is 100% based on that. And I don't, we don't, we don't skew in on lyrics on this song, on this, on this show, unless we but say, a lot hey of them guys, have been politically driven. but that's why this album, that's why I didn't pick that song because the, the best song personally, lyrically on the album is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. But um, musically wise, this is one of my favorites. Cool. Uh, but anyways, that was a good track, dude. F- Havoc, fucking phenomenal. If you like, if you like a lot of audible bass, like like all that shit, like yeah. dude, 
What a fucking album. Should have been in my top ten. Should have been. Track pour, four. Pour one out for my homies. Track four. Go ahead. I got a uh, slow down to a doom pace intro into a chuggy uppie aftermath. Uh, vocals were good. Lead was solid. This one also gets a big fat three. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. So yeah. I'm impressed with that. Thank you. Yeah, starts off with an almost uh, death doom vibe. Um, good guitar going on. Um, the, the Whoever was doing vocal, this is the one I thought was Sepultura, and obviously Max isn't in Sepultura It anymore. sounded like Max was it on the sounds like Max is on vocals. It sounded like it was him, but then at certain points it would go out of it. You would just hear like a little bit I of that heard, accent, yeah. and I thought maybe it was Max. Well, oh, they're um, foreign. That's okay. why. They are foreign. Um, good guitar, solid track, uh, 2.5 again. Okay. This is Insidious Disease. This is a, an, another album that was real, real close to being in my top 10. This is the guitarist from uh, Demu Ray. That's why oh, you like right. it. This is a this is a super group. I played them months ago. Yeah, I remember. Um, the song, the album is called After Death. Um, the song is called Unguided Immortality. It's like dead smack, smack in the middle of the album. It's, I think it's track five. Mm. I fucking love this album. I love this song. I love most of this. The reason why I didn't make my top ten is because it came out kind of late. Yeah. And to be honest with you, this is one of those ones you have to listen to in the right mindset. If you listen to it like, it, like I listened to this album actually at the gym today, um, this and Amir, and that's why Amir made it in my top five. And like, this song jumps out at you. Yeah. Right. I've listened to this album twice this week at the gym, and I didn't have the gym for how long? Right, a couple months uh, total this year. Mm. And uh, at the gym, this album fucking crushes right or even just driving around or like at the water but if you just but if you're just trying to like find a song like i don't know how to explain it in the the wrong setting something's very boring yeah but it's not a boring album so you see what i mean like yeah, i don't know how else to be, say that you got to be put in the mood for yeah this. you have to be in the right mindset yeah, yeah um but yeah this is uh insidious disease yeah but this is not it's not shagroth it's not fucking who's the dude from old Man? we, we looked it up yeah silent oz yes Yes, it's Silent Oz. Yeah. This album's great, dude. Yeah. Ray, you would fucking love this album. It's very no, Vader. It yeah, it's very, very good, man. You'd love this album. Uh, and then, uh, go ahead, my fifth song. Uh, I put uh, Mellow, uh, basic, but catchy and relaxing. I uh, like the music more than I like the singing. Almost, I feel like if he, they lowered his vocals a little bit on this track, like if it was more of a background, I mm -hmm. would enjoy it a little bit more. Hmm. I'm pretty sure this is probably the dude from. Uh, it sounds like the guy from uh, either Saints and Sinners or White Trash Rob. Yeah, White Trash Rob. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I like him, but like I said, I almost feel like his vocals <laughs> outweigh the song. But I really yeah. liked it musically. I gave it a two and a half. That's still yeah. solid for what it yeah, is. Yeah. It's a very simple song. There's not much to it. It's almost like I feel like he's very talented and his lyrics and everything are fitting. But I just feel like his his vocals out. I didn't write that bit. down, but I felt the same way. The yeah. production on this album is why this album wasn't in my top ten. Yeah, and I'll get into that in a minute because this this band means. Like, I know. It's, I know. It's saved me. Yeah. It's literally saved my life. Before. This album saved my life this year. Like I'm not lying. Yeah. Like this album, this song, this album, like 100 percent saved my life this year. But go ahead, Ray. Um, Steve. I usually like this stuff, but this one really didn't do anything for me. Um, didn't create the atmosphere I normally like from this kind of stuff, so I just gave it a 1.5. I'll grab the wire from you. Yeah, I, I didn't expect much from Steve because every time I've shown Ramallah to Steve, it's been underwhelming, no matter what version of it is. So I think I need to find the right thing. I think Ramallah is one of those things where we need to introduce the edible Steve. And then he would go, 
Oh, no, now I see what Ed's seeing. You know what mm. I mean? I, I think that's what it is because you, you say it all the time. You don't like certain things together for seriousness or something. Yeah. I'm, I, I, and I know that's not what this is. That's yeah. not what this is. Yeah. But, like, that band in general, there's a, there's a something about them that, like, is not connecting with you and, like, they should. Well, even usually... It's a, weird. Any, anytime anyone plays this kind of stuff where it's kind of acoustic and, like, kind of like campfire music, I usually like, but this one just didn't connect for me for whatever. Well, th- so this is not the typical Ramallah song. Like, this no, is I know that. So yeah. very different yeah, from yeah, them. Yeah. With, it's not even funny. This is actually technically a cover of their own song, and this is the reason why it's even in my top ten or my my honorable mentions is because technically, this is a weird one, man. I'm gonna try to sum this up as quick as possible. So this album actually dropped last November, but it wasn't supposed to. The, mm, yeah. the, there was some weird shit with the the label, and the label dropped it without the band's like knowledge, and then it was quickly like removed from Spotify. Mm-hmm. So as far I got, I, I gotta try to reach out to him and see if I can get him out on an interview, even if it's just me and him. But it would be it would be good for the show because I think Blood for Blood, which is where he's from, and everybody knows Blood for yeah, Blood, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think they had one more album. Um, that was supposed to happen. And I know that for a fact that that was the case. Yeah. I think this was them breaking, finally breaking their last contract. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, this is, you know, this about the music industry, Steve, like they bands sometimes, like sometimes you have to do something. They'll throw out like a, a greatest hit. Yeah. With yeah, like yeah. an extra song on it. Or yeah. Something just to get out of a contract. Just to get out of a contract. Yeah. Right. Or a live album or something. Yeah. So I think this, that's what this is because the production is not up to par with what they would normally do. And, realistically Ramallah is the heavier version of what he does like they're very heavy very intense even the solo songs that he's put out over the years I buy them all on Bandcamp like they're way heavier than this this was way more street rock and roll street punk um, I saw them last October with um, the Bruisers who uh, lead singers from actually uh, Cropkey Murphys so yeah. like it's like that kind of like you drink you have a beer you're hanging with your friends mm. like this album is not a Ramallah album at all yeah, it's yeah. more of a blood for blood album and that's why I was so twisted on it because I love this album. I own it. Uh, I bought it on Bandcamp. I own it on vinyl. I've like I I love this album. I love this band. I love everything that th- that guy does. Um, but it fell by the wayside because a technically it dropped last year, so I don't know where to classify it because it did, mm-hmm. like real. I, I know I'm too. I I fixate on the wrong things sometimes. Like, but my brain can't help the fact that I heard it in 2019. The whole album. Right. So like I can't I can't morally put on a twenty twenty album when I know I heard the whole album last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to explain it. Um uh but I played that song because it's different for anything from anything else that he's ever put on a on a on a record. Yeah. Um that's actually a uh an old Ramallah song that he did um acoustically, acoustically and then added in like a second part of a second song that the end part is my favorite part, the uh this is for my dead girls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, um, Waitress Rob, I love him. I think if I showed Steve the right thing, I think he'd like it. And then from there, he would go, oh, now I get it. But like, I've just never shown him the right thing. And every for whatever reason, because like, I it's feel weird. like you'd... for me, it's like I come from more of like. You I, liked Blood for Blood I back really in the day. I really loved Blood for Blood. Yeah. And that was great. And then I loved some of the Saints and Sinners stuff you showed me. Sinners and uh, Saints. Sinners and Saints. I love Sinners and Saints. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff from that's Matt, more like I really this. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's more like this. And uh, even Ramallah I've liked, but there's certain times where I feel like he's tried too hard. 
on it. I get and it. And I get that. And it's there's nothing wrong with it. It just seems yeah. like to me, if it was more polished, it would be. I think that's the. Pro- you know, I think that's what this album had a flow with. If yeah. you listen to this album, it's super unpolished. Yeah. It's super raw. It's super unpolished in the wrong ways. Yeah. Um, I still love it because yeah. I get what he's doing, but I'm also like a mark for the person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody's got that thing, right? Like you're always gonna be a mark for something that you're a, a fan of. Yeah. Um. But before we go into Steve's things, I do need to give it one last quick pause because I need some ice real yeah, bad in my class. Right. Yeah, hit me up so, with some ice too because I. I'm sorry. I am gonna jump on that white label for a little. Oh, while. It's, you need ice in there. Steve's not gonna need ice. I'm gonna finish this off and then I'll try some without ice and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I just had a sip without ice and I'll tell you what. I was trying to look for uh, when how old this was when it came out and all I can find is old fucking print ads. Yeah, and the. The goofiest fucking ads you could possibly imagine. <laughs> it's just pictures of some dude with like a nice watch on and fucking uh, sitting scotch there, and sipping his just scotch, sitting there sipping his scotch, and it gives like his uh, his age and <laughs> things he likes and his job, and it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with drinking scotch? Right? <laughs> it's fucking retarded. Anyway, uh, I gotta pee real quick and then not. So you guys fill up. Thank you. Two more minutes to All right. Yeah. So. Those are pretty decent. What's we'll that? Decide with that with Ed's picks. Yeah, not bad. Um, I think we're all kind of um, uh, weighing in on each other as far as I think he's come more our way, and we might have gone a little bit more his way. So I, I haven't given him like a, a real shitty score in a long time. Yeah. If you remember, I used to fucking. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> trash some of them. If it's worth trashing, though. It's trash worthy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, if you don't like it, say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be real. I just tend to give them more average scores. Like, if I if I don't like something, I'll just give it like a one point five, unless I really, really hate it, and yeah. then I'll come up with something funny to say. Um, but that's also good when Gary's here, because I'll get a reaction out of Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as I'm playing my songs, I'm going to have to switch between, I get three on Spotify and two on Bandcamp. So I'll probably play the first one off of Bandcamp and then switch over to Spotify. So I have time to find the other band on Bandcamp. And so there's no like lull in between what I'm playing and it just sounds smooth. Like I, like I know what I'm doing. Also, believe it or not, uh, take or take or however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Yep. Their two uh, song EP or whatever from this year that was fucking interesting too. I don't know if you follow them or not. But. Um, I think the only one I heard was I know you played. I played one of the. You songs played one of the songs earlier, earlier on. Yeah. I should probably uh, not yeah. to cut off. I give a couple more mentions. Well, I have a couple mentions. Yeah, but yeah. I have a couple things to jump in, but finish what you're saying, Steve. I didn't want to finish off. Uh, no, he was just talking about another band that put out a two song EP, and he played one of the tracks, and that was that was pretty much the end of the convo. Yeah. I heard when I was before I actually was able to let the dragon uh, release some fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. What is funny is going back to the beginning beginning of the show. Like I do think we've rubbed off on each other a little. Yeah. Bit. Like I liked a lot of the stuff that I, you guys always played, but I just didn't like dive into it. Yeah. And vice versa. I feel like uh, I think that's why it works. If we all listen to the exact same thing, it would be a boring, yeah, really yeah, boring that'd show. That'd be terrible. Um, but. Um, in the, in the future holds a lot more. What I will say is, as far as, because Ray threw out a couple honorable mentions, I'll throw out just a couple. Um, I'm going to try to do this as quick as humanly possible, because a lot I've already talked about. Um, 
I'm going to talk about it from the list. I'm going to try to do five or six. Ether Coven, uh, everything is temporary except suffering. Very depressing, very doom-ridden album. Uh, I feel both of you would love it. The one song I played from it this year, you guys actually both rated pretty high. Um, the lead singer is from Remembering Never. Yeah, all right. Um, and he had pancreatic cancer and is apparently in remission. So okay. good for him. Yeah. He's uh, surviving, so that's amazing. Um, I'm going to give another shout out to the great American ghost, another hardcore band from around here in Massachusetts, uh, New Hampshire. It was in my top 10 at one point, got kicked out cause it's, it's very early on this year when it came out, it was very good. The more I listen to it now, the more I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's a real monotone album, but it's still very good for what it is. I'm still going to give them a good little shout out body count. Believe it or not, their new album carnivore. Very good. It has Riley Gale who now passed away in 2020 from, uh, um, mm-hmm. Fuck, power trip in it. I played that song on the album on this. That was in my top ten at one point. Pulled that out. It was just too polished, too much. But it's a very good album. So give Body Count a chance. Um, I'm gonna give uh, let's see, Demons and Wizards a shout out because I've talked about that that album a couple times this year. Legit, that album's amazing. Don't sleep on it. Go give it a listen. Ritual King. Stoner blues, rock and roll, love that album. Uh, that and Acid Mammoth are f- in that same stoner band. Acid Mammoth fell out. I tried listening to that the other day. It did not hold up as well as when I first played it on the show, yeah. like really, really early near. Well, Ritual King did. Ritual King is very good. Go check that out. Um, and to wrap up my honorable mentions, I'm going to hit you with three quick ones. Rotting Out, Punk Hardcore, very good. Terra dropped an EP in early December, a four or five, four song EP, Terror, phenomenal. Go check it out. Everything they do is great. And then the very last little uh, trip I'm going to give you is, um... oh, actually, you know what? Scour. Go re-listen to that Scour EP that dropped really this year. Fucking amazing black metal. It's it's very, very good. I didn't even listen to it at all. I it's mean, it's besides, very good. I that one song one I played, song. yeah. I only heard that and maybe like another track they dropped a video for or something. Yeah. That that it's five songs. Everything you've put out so far is five songs, dude. Holy shit! This is by far the best thing you've put out. Like this is phenomenal. If this is all Phil and Samuel does for the rest of his time on Earth, I'm okay with. It. Yep. And he actually dropped that fucking. What's the thing? And minor. Yeah, and minor thing. I have not listened to a single note of that. I think I, I listened to the whole thing, but I didn't really find it too. Memorable. I'm all set, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, that, I found it okay, but yeah. it, it, it didn't kinda, really stick. The idea know? of it does nothing for me. Yeah. I, I'm all set. I can tell you, I have a bunch of depressing slow albums kirk weinstein fucking uh king dude then comes silence like i have a million of those albums i'm all set this is not the year i was already depressed enough this year why do i want to listen to more like why do i want to put something that's gonna for a thing that's been going on for like 20 years why this year yeah Yeah. you took a little too too much time man yeah you know where scour like is actually a breath of fresh air it's phenomenal it doesn't sound like phil at all no and the production is exactly what all of the scour should have been Mm -hmm. and it's it's i'm glad whoever fucking produced that album finally took the reins and went no listen let me do it because it's very good. Well, he, they, I think they signed to Century Media or whoever it was, and they said, let, let me, let's, let's uh, engineer this. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Because yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. On to Steve's final picks, and all then right. uh, we're going to close off the show. All right. Here let's do it. we go.
Where is Gary when we need him? <laughs> You're not wrong. <clears throat> You're not wrong in that, right? You're right to make that statement. Yep. Woo! Must have kicked us off. Gary would have loved that last oh. shot. Oh, he would have. He would have absolutely. He would have been infatuated with it. Before we get there, Steve, have you had any of this fucking thirty-one-year-old? No, sorry, twenty-nine-year-old scotch. I have not. But well, whenever you're ready, it's a journey in itself. In a glass, I will mm. now. Want it? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's quite the achievement that we just drank that. Actually, it's gonna be about. No, it's gonna be thirty. Yeah, it's gonna be thirty-one. No. Yeah, it's going to be 30, 30 years old. Not sure. Oh, well, close, dude. That says February that it was made, but. Whew. Yeah. Today was a journey, guys. But being that it's, it's only, always a it's journey. not even 7 o'clock, it really didn't even feel all that long of a journey because the no, really. show we recorded ahead of time, the first show, was pretty cool. Started around one thirty, no? Yeah. yeah. Actually got it going. We were pretty good about getting it going. And then we had like a nice little like mid like production break which we needed because mm-hmm. we haven't done something like that in a while anyways ray kick off steve's kick notes off? yeah yeah kick all right off steve's notes. i'm gonna I try put, to find uh, something on tv straight into production purgatory uh weird 70s feel almost a b-52s from hell uh <laughs> i'm guessing this it. is private satanic idaho just joking uh <laughs> The fuck? I, don't even, I have no idea what that is. Private know. Idaho, it's a stupid B-52 song, but I threw Satanic in the middle I guess of it. You. Okay. Uh, like cool little catchy lead in the mix. Uh, I gave this a two and a half. It wasn't bad. Okay. I put a fuzzy, trippy doom open with... Uh, my autocorrect sucks on this new phone. It doesn't know my like oh, terminology my f- yet. It's the fucking worst. It, it put with woman fitting black metal. It's not woman. I don't remember what I had there, but I put, I think it was somewhere along the lines of like very fitting. Yep. So I'm gonna go with very fitting black metal vocals with the trippy doom thing. It all fit very well. I mean, to beat a dead horse as far as that says. Uh, nice little key section though. That kind of like dug it out of the darkness. Um, overall, dug what I. With this had the offer, but not entirely my thing, but still a two and a half. I'll give it a two point five. That's solid track. Just yep. not like in love with the track. Yeah, it's uh it's I could see what Ray was saying, it's a little all over. They describe themselves on Bandcamp as first black metal and black and roll. You can hear a little of both. And then yeah. Death Surf, Necro Garage, and Occult Punk. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit of a little bit of all that stuff. Little mix. Uh the band is named Funeral Candies. <laughs> they are from the Ukraine. Okay. And the name is in Russian, so they don't even look like letters. Yeah. So I'm not even going to try. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Funeral Candies. Second track. We're going to really quickly put on my favorite uh, Friday the 13th out. Uh, I hope it's not. Uh, it's not. by the Lake. By the Lake. <laughs> it's uh, part five, which is my favorite. All right. right. And we're going to go into the second that was, track. It's like 1A would be for me, but this is my chaotic favorite. Chaotic drums and guitar seemed off purposefully. Uh, vocals are very gritty, black metal, uh, heavy, solid double bass run. Production was good, but gritty as well. I gave this a 2.75. Cool. Uh, has a really big feel to it. Uh, again, like an arena style. Kind of like Ray played something like this sim- uh, earlier on where, where it had a bigger than it should have feel. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, but the muddy tones and uh, the drowning vocals fit very well for what it's doing. Good pace changes as well. I give this a 2.7. Cool. So cool. pretty close to what Ray had. 
This is, let me see if I can pronounce this one, <laughs> Corgon Thurus, mm-hmm. K-O-R-G-O-N-T-H-U-R-U-S. Corgon Thurus? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah. This is, okay. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name of the song again. Didn't expect it. But it's one word, and I just want to tell you the amount of letters that are in here. 27. I don't know how many, but there's <laughs> um, two L's. Okay. Two E's. Okay. Two S's. Okay. Three Y's. Wow. Two N's. Okay. Three T's. Okay. And uh, a few other letters. Sounds like an Uncle Dobby speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> primarily, the, primarily the three N's. But yeah. definitely. <laughs> it's funny I know what you're talking about. But All right. <laughs> so does everybody else. I'm what power? <laughs> Randy. What power? Dude, how awesome was it with the Randy drops with Joe Walsh? And like, he knows, I mean, it's his own character. Yep. I'm so pissed that I knew the Death Highway thing. I had it written down legitimately. I'm <laughs> yeah. so mad at myself. Nah. Anyways. Um, third track. Yeah. Uh, yeah, third track. Yeah. Go ahead. I've got a nice melancholic opening, uh, followed by bass, strong, catchy, almost Nordic-style black metal riff. Reminiscent of early Borknagat to me, but uh, more on the heavy side. Musically, towards the end, this won me over with the heavy drums backed by the guitars. This gets a big old fat three. Cool. Interesting. How's that scotch, Steve? That's not bad. For fucking 30 years old. I did not expect it to be smoky. No. It's a little bit smoky. I didn't I I'm that's why I needed the ice because it was a little too smoky for me without the ice. Now not, it's perfect. Not peaty, just a little no, smoky. No, smoky. I agree 100%. Um <clears throat> Let me adjust my microphone here, fellas. I put a uh, ominous evil in black all three things Dobby loves. Actually, this is <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Uh, actually, this has great overall tone and uh, atmosphere to it. Song is a journey. Section that I really enjoyed, though, the most was uh, kind of like near the end. I would imagine it would be called The Last Third. It had like um, like a melodic feel to it and then switched to some blast, beat, blast beats into the ending. Like mm-hmm. it was definitely the, the final third of the, of the song. And that, my friends, is what brought it up to a big fat three for me as well. It was very highly rated until that last third. And then that shit hit, and like I just like woke me right back up right when that happened. Cool. Yeah, as you can tell by the end of that one, it, it kind cool. of flows into the next track. It just mm. kind of ended. I roughly. think all three of our middle songs got a three at some point or another. Yeah. I think I think we all got a three in the middle song today. I don't. I think I don't think I got a three from Steve. No, yeah, I did on half. No, yeah, I don't think I got one from. No, me, I, I got did. I got two from Ray, mm-hmm. and I got one on uh, the one in the middle and the one on Havoc. Mm-hmm. So I think Havoc was my third song. Either way, we I know we all got at least one three today, and I think that uh, I think that it was all in the third one. I could be wrong though. Well, that is uh, Wayfarer, name of the song. I almost played a Wayfarer track earlier. Name of the song is Iron Horse. Um, you don't really hear it on this album, but all of their stuff, at least the last two albums, is kind of stories of the American West, and you'll hear little things that remind you of like you know. Western, yeah, there's a 10 things. minute track on that that I like that starts off kind of almost western ish, yep, and then it gets really black metal towards yeah. the men. But all this stuff's uh, stories of the American West, which is a, a, a good theme to play with for, for that kind of stuff. Cool. On the fourth track, I had put uh, the music overlaps the vocals, uh, very distant but works. A uh, guitar is pretty sickly winding its way and picks up speed quickly. Uh, slows down into black metal sludge, uh, dirty backing, echoing vocals, then into a little pickup. I gave this a 
Keeping an evil in black uh, has odd, like an odd production. No vocals are very faint. Guitar is super trebly, like it's really high pitched, and uh, the bass is very audible, mm-hmm. with the drums coming uh, in as the backbone. Like it's it's odd the way they decided to like split the way the production was in this album, this yeah. song. I don't know about the album, the song, for instance, for for at least it's all like that. One. Yeah. Um, has a dope head nodding slow burn part that was a nice switch uh, near kind of like the end again this song had like a nice finish off to it uh, I got this into a 2.4 not entirely my thing but I, I could respect what it had going for it and to be totally honest there was one specific head nodding riff that like I noticed all three of us nodding our head to mm-hmm. that bumped it up to a 2.4 the end. yeah near the end I mean, otherwise it would have been like a, I mean it was struggling to get to a 2 but then that that part kicked in and I was like alright well if it gets the three of us head nodding at the same time, then it normally deserves something a little bit more. So, yeah. I might have played this uh, earlier in the year. I couldn't remember what song I played, and I think I played this one. Mm. Um, I had a hard time with that one. Yeah, also. I'm gonna actually have to I'm go gonna back and listen to that whole album now because uh, this one, the Wayfarer. Album. Oh, the Wayfarer. Yeah, it's very good. So was I? They were almost in my top ten. I'm sorry. What was the last one that I just said? The one, the one, the one that you just did, played yeah. was a fourth track. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, Spirit Possession. Spirit Possession. But I, I did that too. Like I had a few bands that I played. I played out of everything we played in the last four weeks. I'd say I've played one song from every album so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, because we didn't play a, like a lot of them didn't air. Yeah. I had to go through and like relook at my my notes from earlier in the year. Yeah. And then I, that actually even woke me up, and I was like, "Holy shit, that came out what month?" Like it mm. was weird to me. Yeah, I need to start keeping track of what songs I play because I do. I don't at all. I, I every week in my in my notes I I keep a track of uh, at the very bottom I always take whoever goes first typically is who I try to go so if it's like you go first I go Steve first race to Ray first if I go first I still put whoever goes next mm-hmm. yeah and then at the bottom I always put my songs last yeah because I don't take notes on my own songs yeah I just write the three songs I play right yeah. um but I always write down the three songs I play always. sometimes I'll go back because I I usually put them in a playlist instead of just in um. A queue, but for whatever reason, there's a bunch of playlists I don't have anymore, and I didn't delete them. Always just do the queue, man. In the long run, you're better off because I don't know what happens to them. So, like, you're better off just queuing them up on that week and then writing down. If you have a notes thing, if you have a Gal- uh, Samsung or a I always use phone. my notes thing. Yeah, if you have an Android phone, I use notes. And now yeah. I just actually got it. I finally figured out how to switch them over, and this is way better. I'm time. actually kind of looking forward to going back into all of my notes yeah I and the ones recently. that i actually have your music taken down for all of you i can make my own personal list mm-hmm. of the yeah. shit that i really liked from you yeah. guys you know yeah because there's always tons of shit that i like and i never go back and like oh, what was that band again Let yeah, me go exactly. listen to them. i almost never go back and, and check them out if you do it the right way if you have the actual notes function i don't know I do take notes like that, but it is nice on here because when I do the playlist, I label them for that show. Like this one's called oh, yeah. S2S247. Yeah, 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 same thing. Yeah. At the top. Yeah. What's nice though is I just, so with the updated version of the notes function, I just switched, I converted it over to this phone. I finally figured out how to get them all. So all my old notes from my old phone from oh, the yeah. last three years are on here now. Yeah. And then you can convert them because I like everything in uh, night mode. Yeah. So now everything is like, it's not as like blinding when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all in black and white. And the new version, like, it's laid out a little bit better than the old version. Like, I can even show you the difference. So if I go to, like, an old, I don't know, movie commentary night, see how it looks all, like, white and old? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But if I go to one of the new ones. Mine's like that, yeah. Yeah, so if you go to this, 
it's like it's just done in a better way and it even shows you like pages it only gives it you took me a minute page. to get used to it because i had the old one too and i liked it way better at first but i like i like this better, better. i like yeah. this way better and i i put everything in dark mode. even facebook is in dark mode now. yeah i do that too I, I just it's way less in your eyes man yeah um anyways uh last track yeah last track go ahead ray last track did i just fuck it up probably um we're all sipping here. We're having a good time. It's goddamn. It's the the last two weeks of the year. You know, you know, the older you get, the more you realize like they're just fuck off weeks. Like yeah. they're not even like nothing really have. I mean, you because you work in a, in right, a bigger place, it. you probably handle like some bullshit. But you really just you put up just like displays and shit, right? So yeah, I mean, I I definitely deal with bullshit, but all right. Last it's still track. fuck off weeks though, right? Like, am I crazy? Oh, I've I haven't worked a full week. Uh, all month I've been working three day weeks all month me, me and you both yeah yeah I'm only I've, eight weeks now I've been working three, three weeks if not less go ahead Rick alright on the last track I put a dirty production very intertwined musically feels like the music is purposefully being intricately unorganized weirdly works like a bad trip nevertheless it gets a 2.75 for the Zappa like influence we finally got one that we definitely disagree on the album art is kind of Tripped out, yeah, all nuts. Oh shit, they're getting excited. That means K Wizzles is home. All right, pure basement. <laughs> K Wizzles must be home. Uh, pure basement production in this one. Um, it sounds like these guys are doing it in my basement, and I'm recording my third floor. Uh, I don't have a third floor. Um, this one's uh, this one's a little bit tough to take serious. I actually audibly laughed at two or three parts. Um, and was hoping nobody was going to notice uh, the slowed down talky part with minimal drumming. Like the guy was kind of like talking like yeah. this. And then all you hear was yeah. like that kind of shit makes me laugh because that reminds me of like a lot of mid to early 2000s hardcore stuff that I, I, I have on CD upstairs. Um, and I didn't really care for it then. And I'm a big fan of that music. So, like, yeah. this style of music didn't win it over. Mm -hmm. um, I put, oof. I'm not going to lie. I actually had this lower than what I ended up rating it. But because it was so ridiculous and I laughed a couple times, it bumped it up. I gave it a two. Uh, sorry, not a two. I gave this a 1.666. It was at a 1.35 at one point. And then uh, it made me laugh. Yeah. So I figured I'd at least give it the devil's note. Yeah, I figured this one would uh, get a mixed review. Just yeah, it's it's. I it's, put my last final note is just no substance on this one. Like it just didn't have any substance for me. Like I would yeah. never in my life want to listen to this again. And it's not. I don't hate it. I just yeah. There's nothing here for me. Yeah, like Ray said, it's very uh, kind of dis. Like like there's it's, weird little solos in the background that almost make no sense with the music. It's almost like yeah. they were trying to fuck with your. Oh no, they they were trying to just be assholes. I think the, the band name yeah. of the band is Illusion Ritual, so they probably. Were oh, that makes to sense. Fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's that. That actually sounds makes sense. Yeah, they're what they're trying to do there is just make noise. Yeah, and that, I mean that's literally what it comes down to. And it, it's not terrible. And they're probably really good musicians. It's a one band band, band actually. Uh, that one guy, then is a dickhead. Well, and it seems like it. he's playing one frame with another frame offbeat purposely. Yes, yes, this shit ain't definitely. bowling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. It I don't is. Know. One last joke for the year ends. Even I mean, this that's, is the, that's first. the guy, so, yeah, he's probably, Sounds about probably right. a, little, a little fucked up. Sounds about right. I mean, I just look at it like, man, if I was to do a one-man band, which I probably could nowadays, 
Oh yeah. If I really wanted to, I could probably figure it out. I could I'm like I'm that I could probably just borrow some Adderall from somebody. Borrow meaning like never give it back because you take it and it doesn't you don't I don't have a prescription to hand back, right? Yeah. But I could probably borrow some Adderall and I could probably produce six songs. I you know, maybe I'll make that a challenge. Maybe I'll try to put together six ridiculous fucking one man band songs. I can't play guitar. I can mildly play drums. Definitely not good enough to be considered anything. But I could probably take one of these programs because yeah. I have, like, the knowledge in my brain. Like, I feel like that's the thing. Like, a lot of these people have enough music musical inclination where they can find, like, GarageBand. It's it's all just riffs pre-recorded, and then you fucking string them together. Well, some of you, a can, lot of you can do that. But I was looking at this pretty cool program. acoustic guitar that actually fucking... Um, you can literally play a riff and then just hit the record button on the guitar and it will literally play and you can loop it and then just fucking sit there and start a riff on, underneath Sweet. that so you can play your lead. There are programs it. that'll do that for it's you. It's sick, though, the shit, the technology they have right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I mean, in oh, yeah. Andy Williams, from Every Time I Die, he doesn't use a pedal anymore. He uses, um, there's some, I don't remember the name of the company, but there's a, a company that, like, it's like a mountain rack, we'll say. It's like yeah. a, almost like a, a, like a production board, like what Steve has in front of him. And then it's it's got like a almost like an eight track tape like mm-hmm. import section in every fucking like literally any guitar tone you want like no joke yeah instead of having to like tune your guitar or whatever like you can program on a cassette tape like these weird like tapes and they plug into it and then like you just have your guitar tone so instead of having fifteen pedals yeah, in a front part of me likes that and a part of me hates that see. These guys, they do everything to tape. So when they record, they still record everything to tape. Yeah. So it's it's. I like seeing guy like uh, seeing a live show and a guitar goes out of tune and the guy steps back and fucking tunes it up. Really no, 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 no. Tuning yourself to tune a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, still have you to tune a guitar. No, no, no. You still have to tune a guitar. Oh, this program's for it. That'll yeah, but no, no, no. Real, yeah. People who don't actually strum a guitar when they're on stage yeah, yeah, yeah. are not using real right, guitars. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm talking like real bands still play real guitars. Yeah. The difference is instead of having to have like here's the thing. Realistically, a lot of people don't realize bands have to down tune a lot of guitars when they play live because yeah. in the, the studio they're sitting down, they're looping things, they're fucking whatever, yep. or they're making takes, whatever. So imagine being able to just have like your perfect guitar tone, like. A Marshall fucking tube amp with like a fucking 350 boss pedal, whatever, whatever it is like your, your perfect guitar tone. Right. And then like your guitar, by the way, people don't realize this, your guitar that you use sounds different than every other guitar that you can use. So like, like a fucking Gibson hollow body is going to sound different than like a 76 Gibson Les Paul, which is going to sound different than a fucking 92 Stratocaster, which is going to sound like the guitars all sound different. And then on top of that, pro model guitars that they actually send you from the factory are different than their fucking production models. Yeah. Just like everything else. Like, their, their pro model that they give you is going to be way, it's way better at, like, rosewood inlaid fucking in, frets and, you know, versus, like, regular basic, like, it, all that shit matters, right? So, what I mean by that, though, is, like, imagine being able to, instead of taking a, a rack mount system with you and trying to ship it to Europe. Right. And then possibly losing it for two weeks because they don't ship it right. Or in your backpack, in your carry on, you can you can bring with you three of these things that holds our fucking headphone jack. Legit. Like, yeah. you can just bring three of these and they fit in your backpack carry on. Mm. And when you get there, the gear you rent, because when they go to over to tour <clears throat> overseas, they don't bring gear with them. They rent it from uh, like rental companies in yeah. Europe. 
Hey, do you have the system that handles blah, blah, blah? Yes, we do. Great. I'm going to take one of those. So now you're renting a fucking head, right? That connects to like the sound system. And then you take these tapes and they interchange. Yeah. And instead of having a fucking... It's almost like floor, a... It's like amazing. A dat, like an ADAT or something where they had the big... Uh, I guess. Digital audio transfer So thing. the big thing before this was uh, the dude from Unearth... Um, not Buzz. Oh, my God. I, was, I watch this dude every Thursday now. He does a live stream on YouTube. Buzz and Ken. Ken, uh, Ken Susie. Ken Susie works for Fishman Pickups. And... Uh, He's big on, like, he's a tech nerd, like, does all kinds of crazy stuff with tech stuff. Like, he works for a company who makes pickups. Mm-hmm. And he talks about things. And um, he's got these, I don't remember what the fuck they're called right now off the top of my head, but they're, like, before this tape system came about, you'd have this rack mount system that would have all your shit programmed. But you had to take the time to, like, go in, hook up all the things you needed to, yeah, and program, like, and record the tone of your guitar, your distortion, and then, like, have it ready and then like multiply it. So you say you wanted to share it with your other guitarists in your band. Mm-hmm. You had to like do everything on your feet, like with actual pedals first yeah. and then record it. And then the system would remember the tone. This fucking system that Andy Williams has, like if you just want like, oh, I want fucking Jimmy Page's guitar tone from Led Zeppelin two. Okay, cool. You just download it and put it in one of these tapes. Mm-hmm. And then you have as like, that's, that's amazing. I don't know if you know this or not, but, a lot of bands when they do drum takes and shit will actually fucking pipe in like old drum tones, you know. Yeah. Like Lars, you know, like a lot of bands will take Lars's drum tones. Yeah. From fucking like master puppets and like play over them. So in other words, like there's systems that they're triggers. Yeah. And there are triggers on your drum heads, and every note you hit on your drum heads makes it sound makes like that the, trigger. Yeah. So instead of actually, so instead of a microphone being underneath the drum head. The trigger, it, it replicates this, you hitting the drum head and makes the sound of whatever drum that Lars was hitting on that recording. Mm-hmm. So now on your Hatebreed album, we'll say, which I don't think they do that, but we'll just use a big band. On your Hatebreed album, here comes Skate Wizzles, um, you can fucking have Lars's like Master Puppets, like Tom sound. Like that's insane, man. Yeah. Or Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's a big one. A lot of people rip off Led Zeppelin's uh, John fucking um, Bonham. John Bonham's drums. A lot of people rip off his drums. Like I said, there's things I like about that and things I don't like. It's It makes it real simple, but it also takes away in the sense that... The originality of something. Say a guy like... A song. guy like... What Dime. if it's your guitar tone? What if it's your? What if it's the the tone you create for your own album? That's awesome. Are you gonna feel a little? That's bit what kind I'm. Of, yeah. uh, that's what every time I die does. I'm not, not talking. But I think that no, no. Every time I die, it uses their own tone. Yeah. Like they have their own tone with their own like specific. What I'm amps. saying though is, do you think that some artists feel a little bit robbed that somebody else no. is using their sound? No. With that, yes. Yeah. Yes. If it's they if they still but but it's not because you get paid on a. I'm not saying it's a, a huge. No, thing, because but if they use it, paid. if they use it, they have to pay you for it. It's but. just gonna. It's gonna take away what you're talking about is what they pay for what i'm talking about are two different things yeah. they're similar because i just brought up both yeah but what i'm talking about the on stage live version thing instead of having a fucking here's the thing instead of having to bring like a uh no i get that instead of having to bring like a half cab and a head and a fucking like a mountain of pedals in front of you mm. you bring one little tape mm. thing we'll say and it plugs into a, a rack mount system that plugs in behind the stage so, yeah, you have, like, the fucking stage speaker that isn't playing anything anyways. Yeah. Like, when you go to see Pantera, you think all those fucking speakers that were behind Vinny 
were actually playing music? No. Yeah. Literally, one of them was a speaker. The rest of them were just cardboard cutouts, you know? Yeah. Same thing with Van Halen, fucking ACDC, Leonard Scott, you name it. All that stage shit you see on stage, it's nothing, none of it's real. Yeah. It's all, it's all a fucking, like, the guitar is real. That's yeah. it. But it's all being plugged into something in the back of the stage, man. Yeah. So, like, do you want the do you want the visual effect or do you want the sound to sound right? And like that's kind of like what the difference is. And this thing that that Andy has, I I think is fucking amazing. It's his tone. It's his actual guitar tone that he creates for his album. I just don't like the fact that people can just take whatever tone they want. No, that's weird. Yeah, and that's not what that's I'm all talking I, about. I know, but that's what I don't like about it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I like that, yeah. but I don't like that aspect. You, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. So instead of trying to come up with your own, you steal somebody else's. Yeah, because nobody, guitar. for instance, nobody sounds like Dime, and if you try, you can't sound like Dime. Yeah. Well, he had a very specific tone. See, that's different though, because it's not. You can have somebody's tone, but you can't have their playing. That's true, but you nobody has re- his tone either. No, no, no. You're you're not wrong there. Actually, but now someone can, if they really wanted to, no, they, they can figure out. The- even him, he's still somebody that he's one of the few that you can't replicate. Yeah, uh, you can replicate. You might be able to utilize his Washburn amp with a specific pedal, but you're not going to be able to replicate his tone because he had a tuning. His he was one of the few that had his own tuning. Yeah, he wasn't in tune. And no, none of his records were in tune. No, not at all. He had his own tuning. And that's the thing that, like, I love the people, the purists that are like, oh, fuck Dimebag and fuck Pantera. Fuck you, man. If you don't realize what the guy was, then you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You don't have to like Pantera because you think it's a dude bro Chad band. Like, whatever. I get it. But you never even said the name of the band, the last band, have you? Uh, I did. I did. (laughs) Did Illusion Ritual. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did say that. I don't even know how we got on that fucking, that last subject, but I thought it was interesting because we don't, like, those are just... I like talking about the music industry stuff because I might not be a part of it, but it's wild to think. What... Fucking technology, dude. I'm not quite sure where I left off. We did have a little uh, technologically inclined issue. You don't know the difference. It doesn't matter if you're actually here still. What is it? Two, uh, two hours in? Uh, I changed the fucking thing by accident. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in. Two and a half. Two, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long one. That, that actually makes sense, though. Yeah. The last couple episodes of the year, we typically go a little long. Um. Here's the deal, uh, gentlemen and uh, gentlemen and Peachy. Um, 2020 sucked. Let's finish this episode up. 2020, 2020 sucked. This episode's coming out on uh, New Year's Day, I think, right? Or yes. at least New Year's weekend. That day. That day, hopefully. Um, we got through 2020. 2020 was not fun. In the slightest. Yet, we still maintain this. A lot of the episodes didn't air. I'm actually glad that a lot of the main episodes didn't air, but the music episodes should see the... They will see the the letter day. I'm not going to say should. They they will. Um, We'll get those out. Eventually, you can go back and listen to them. They were kind of a... More of a piece in history kind of a thing. Um, But the the regular shows, I don't know if they'll ever see the letter day because they they really don't hold water very well. Um, A lot of it was... Based on what we were hearing, you know, back in uh, early 2020 where, like, the virus hit and we were all kind of nervous and all that bullshit. But we stuck together as a crew and um, what we had. still here. Yeah, man. What we had aspirations for in 2020, I think we're going to utilize and go forward with in 2021. Uh, I I think we're going to be able to. And I think now more than ever, the technology is there for us to be able to actually expand what we're doing because – Everybody's doing what we're doing. I, there's no such thing as too much content right now. There's no such thing as too much uh, 
I don't know, social interaction. So if you can reach out, a lot of social um, uh, crossover is happening right now, which is really cool. So a lot of people are, a lot more people are willing to do interviews that weren't willing to do them before because they're home and they have no other choice. So they might as well get their name out there. Um, so hopefully that'll translate into something for us to kick Saras and then we can utilize that and keep the momentum going, which will actually be pretty cool. Uh, we had a really cool interview with uh, Joe Walsh or J.C. Walsh is how some people know him. Um, that airs the same day, I think, today. Uh, book writer, go check his shit out. We did our top ten last week. We did a top weird top ten songs of the year the the week before, the two weeks before that. And then uh, today, you guys just got to hear um, five songs from our five honorable mentions. And I feel like they were all interchain- interchangeable. Like, am I ch- chime in? Somebody else here. I'm not yeah, wrong. I yet. think everybody kind of cool. had their own uh, their own run of the mill of what we normally listen yeah. to. And everybody was on par with it. There's a few other albums yeah. that I could have thrown in there to make a top ten and, you know, make it fun. Yeah. But I feel like we summed it up pretty well, and I feel like I actually feel like the top five summed up our uh, our year in music pretty well. I know two, at least two of the albums that I played, and I think two of the albums that Steve played. Ray looked at his; he'd probably agree that I think at least two out of the five that were our quote unquote honorable mentions easily could have made our top ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. or Definitely. or should have made our top ten is the better way to put it. So, um, to end this, to put a final note. In a final nail in this coffin. Uh, cheers, gentlemen. We're drinking 30-year-old scotch out of nowhere. Yep. We finished off a bottle of uh, whatever that is, some kind of walking dead shit. And uh, we have a bright future ahead of us. We have a lot going on. And I think, I think I'm think i motivated to fucking do some shit. And to, uh, as uh, the Iron Sheik would say, to make 2020 my bitch. Yeah. yeah and we're we'll going be, to... We'll uh, be adding stuff to the show mm-hmm. in the next year. Mm-hmm. Um that includes the, it's still going to be the music show but we'll be adding more music news and reviews and whatever else it'll be a, a work in progress but it'll be, it'll be a little different next this year i think with the thi- realistically we're going to bring back two shows and we haven't done two shows realistically you know for the most part for a while the main show will be like music news or an interview or both um, and then we'll still do a music show every Friday, I think, is what we're planning on, right? So I like the play, the playing of the music as long as we're allowed to legally. Oh, I don't know. Technically, legally, we've been doing it the right I've way. I've seen but. some other podcasts recently playing music. We should be good. I think the only thing we're missing is I think technically you're supposed to put uh, use with permission in the, the, like the liner notes, yeah. as long as you put that, but... Hey, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of interviews. We're going to get back to doing some movie movie reviews or show reviews whenever they come back. We didn't do it much this year because not much came out this year. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I think we're going to bring back, um, instead of just doing random music, I think we're. I, I would really like to bring back some themes. Theme, yeah. theme shows. Yeah, themes were good. They were fun. And you know what it was? It was work. It made you think I mean, about I think yes. every once in a while yeah. we should bring back random runs. Yes. But not all entirely like random runs. Maybe, maybe random it should run, be random mostly run. randoms. 
included with some themes along the way. I think like, it should be yeah. maybe even like one theme show a month. Yeah, something. something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, that's where I was getting out yeah. with that. Like every so three weeks, we throw it in there show. so it doesn't go away. Yeah, but Agreed. at least we have themes because we haven't done that all year, really. So yeah, I mean, real. You know, if you think about it, we haven't done that at all. Well, yeah, like you said, that was work, and we all got a little lazy this year. So yeah. we were just like, ah, oh, we we'll just do random, just do random. Yeah, yeah. but then random soon to like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna play whatever song came out this week. Yeah, and you didn't have to think about it much. Yeah. Um, but then that kind of almost takes away from your top 10 at the end of the year. So it kind of, it, it's weird how that works, you know, like, I don't know, man, there's a lot of music out there and then we'd love to get Gary back. Um, there's a lot of the reoccurring guests that we, uh, that actually <laughs> some of the episodes we never got to really play. That's, I would like, even if it's just the music happened, I'm like Brandon was on a couple, mm-hmm. um, Mike Jakes, uh, Benny, uh, there's a, there's a, I mean, the, the reoccurring people I'd like to get. Rosie on one. I know we want to do the show with Juice. I, I want to do that show, whether it's in person or whether well, it's We can definitely do Skype. it like that now. Yep, we yeah. sure can. It's just the, t- it's the timing thing. The one weekend you had him down here, it just we like it didn't work out. I was yeah. busy. But um, I'd like to do a show with him. Yeah, I'd like to do a... a... Uh, if you don't like politics, don't listen to that show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong. I think a sh- I think I'd like to do a show with him soon because I'd like to hear. I don't think anybody likes politics at this no, point. No, no. <laughs> but uh, but because we're going into a new yeah. year and who the fuck knows what's going to happen yeah. coming up, um, I'd like him to be on an early year show. So that way, like whatever happens in that show, whether it's us saying something or him saying something. Later on in the year, we can all look back on it and be like, let's do a recap of that. <laughs> let's see yeah. who's right, who's wrong, what happens. Because we all have uh, pretty – this is the best part of this whole movie. Um, we we uh, all have pretty intense opinions about certain things, but get along with what, what our opinions are. Mm. But he's got more He's got more to him than just the political stuff that's going on. He also yeah, likes yeah. wrestling. He also yeah. likes – you know, I don't know his music half so much. I don't know if he likes music at all. but More, uh, more on the rap side. Yeah, still, it'd be interesting to see his take on some stuff in general. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll come up with a show with him. I think in early, I think right around whenever the inauguration is supposed to happen. That's so a, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think the what's it like the sixth or something? Of January. I thought it was further than that. I, I thought the, it was the was it January twentieth. Look it up. Somebody look it up. The sixth is when they're supposed to be. Uh, I think I think that's when we should do it. I think I think whatever weekend that is is when we do yeah. the show with him. Well, it's a, it's gonna be a Wednesday. It happens either way, whether it's the sixth or the twentieth. But, but yeah, so in other words, the Friday after. In other words, yeah, Saturday exactly. After. That that weekend afterwards yeah. is when we do the show with him, yes. just to see what they, you know, whatever is going on that week, because there's still technically, guys, technically, oh yeah, uh, we still technically don't have the next president listed. Yeah, that's what's crazy about it. Like, mm. I mean, it's it's ninety percent a done deal, but is it? That's yeah. the thing. Every time you open, every time you open your phone up, it's something new going. Depends on, on who you follow, man. Crazy. I, I see a lot of fucking legitimately. I think we mentioned it though. Even if there is fraud, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna it. let it happen. It's never gonna reverse. It's gonna make the, it's gonna make the country look too. Stupid. Right. It would make the country, look especially bad. with how long it's taken. Yeah. Yep. It makes us look bad. So why are they gonna let that happen? But be ready, dude. I wasn't ready to buy a gun earlier in 2020, but I'll tell you what, I'm ready to buy a gun now because I'm not okay with. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We're not gonna get political right now, yeah, guys. No. We're gonna we're gonna finish one up. All right. Uh, anybody have anything? Um, nope. We're gonna end the show before your dogs knock the mic out again. Oh, we didn't do goals or anything for this one, but last year's goals clearly didn't yeah, work very well. Let's let's leave that one. I'll say bad. this. See you next year. You fucking.
pussies. No, this is technically next year. This well, year. all right. Well, then I'll see you in a week. In a week, <laughs> pussies. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Peace.